Hello, I'm your host, Robert Johnson. Today's episode of the Solutions to the Unsolvable podcast series is called How to Prevent Homelessness. In this episode, I will identify the main causes of homelessness, how to prevent it, and what you can do to help. I remember one day my mom and I were going into Anchorage to go clothes shopping for me. I was growing out of my clothes very quickly at the time. Anyway, we were driving through Anchorage and we eventually came to a stoplight. Now, I looked over and I saw five people over by the opposite stoplight, and as you could probably guess by the name of this episode, they appeared to be people without a home. They seemed to be just hanging out until I saw the signs they were holding red, homeless, please help. One of them was in a shopping cart, and the others were just sitting on the ground looking at each car that passed. A bunch of trash and cigarettes and stuff littered the ground around them. They seemed to be a family, and I figured they were poor native Alaskans who couldn't find jobs or something of the sorts. The light turned green, and as we passed them, one of them looked at me through the car window, and I could see the emptiness in his eyes. I remember, on the way home, I kept playing that man's look of hopelessness over and over in my mind, and kept thinking to myself, just how lucky I am to have what I have. My family can afford to buy me new clothes, but these people's clothing did not fit right, and it was dirty. My family has a house, theirs don't. This story leads me to today's sponsor, Habitat for Humanity International Incorporated, a nonprofit organization that has continually provided for those with low income by constructing and rehabilitating homes. Their mission is to eliminate substandard housing in the municipality of Anchorage, Alaska, by working with the families to construct new homes for them to live in. And now, I like to transition into what causes homelessness. The main major cause of homelessness is illness. When someone gets fatally ill but cannot afford healthcare, they can go into debt and consequently lose their home. Those people living paycheck to paycheck don't have the extra money they need for emergency accidents or injuries. If someone breaks a bone and can't go to work, they can't be paid. Also, if you get really sick from a disease like AIDS or something, some of them are too weak to go to work, meaning that they can't even earn that paycheck to be able to financially sustain themselves. Now, that's not to say that everyone who gets sick is going to end up homeless. However, the combination of illness and low income can be devastating. Some people don't even want to go to the hospital when they're hurt because they're afraid of how much it will cost them. I I was watching a documentary once on a person's life who had AIDS. She was a fortunate person and she was well off enough that she could still work from home in the time period it took her to adjust to her situation. She said she felt very fragile because even the smallest infection could cause her to die since her immune system wasn't functioning correctly. However, she could pay for the medicine she needed. She could afford paying for her health care and had her relatives to bring her groceries and things. If she didn't have these uh, blessings, I guess, she could either end up dying or on the streets because of her illness. AIDS and other diseases are causes of homelessness, but not the only causes. People with disabilities often have trouble getting jobs due to the fact that they cannot perform as well as other people can in that same job. People with a handicap also find it very hard to seek out a job in which they can easily do. Pretty recently, my mom was talking on the phone with a guy who works in construction, and he broke his wrist actually. He underwent surgery because he could afford it and it has been three months. He still can't move his wrist. Imagine being in that situation and having potentially quit your job because of an accident like that. I mean, off the top of my head, I can't think of many jobs where a person could work with only one hand. He certainly can't go back to construction if his wrist never moves again. And that's how people end up on the streets. 
They lose what they once had so quickly that it's hard to adjust fast enough to figure out what to do. Some people just literally can't afford anything anymore and have to sell their houses to pay off their debts. After the break, I'll look at the last major cause of homelessness. Alright, that was a nice little break. Now, back to the episode. As I was saying, let's take a look at the last major cause of homelessness. That is, drug addictions. Statistics show, and I agree, that when people look down on drug addicts and stuff and treat them like criminals, they aren't really helping anything. Drug addicts are often sent out onto the streets to deal with their addictions alone. Not everyone has enough money to go to the costly rehabilitation centers or get the medical treatment they need. Additionally, some people with addictions don't have friends and family to help convince them to give up their addiction and are less likely to even think about quitting. All of these factors contribute to the amount of addicts on the streets. There are also more minor causes of homelessness too, such as Vietnam veterans returning from war with PTSD, not being able to find a house because housing prices have gone up so much, Uh, Those who are mentally ill just cannot cope with society. And uh, people like greedy business owners can take advantage of the homeless population by offering the jobs for minimal pay and really scamming them. Now, as to avoid homelessness, there is no easy way to do so. But if we are to truly eradicate it, it will take a long time. I do know, however, that the government isn't doing enough to help homeless people in the United States. In fact, the amount of money spent on housing assistance has fallen since 1995, meaning that more and more people are quickly growing homeless each year. Nonprofit organizations can help, but the sad truth is that there isn't always enough space in homeless shelters for everyone to stay. Some cities in the US, like Los Angeles, have criminalized homelessness and banned sleeping on sidewalks during the day, making matters even worse. In order to fix this problem, there needs to be more investment into construction for homes for those in need on a local level, rather than just looking at the big picture. We, as a country, need to start pinpointing the roots of homelessness and creating solutions for the minor problems instead of trying to tackle the major ones at first. If we start small, we can slowly help everyone. Which leads me to point out that anyone can help another person in need. If you reach out to your local nonprofit organization or just donate a few dollars, it will help tremendously. Habitat for Humanity is always looking for donations and volunteers to help construct new homes for those in need. The nonprofits are a great way to start helping the people on the streets at a more local level. If everyone pitches in, you will start to see less beggars on the streets, less wanderers on the sidewalks, and a happier society. To conclude, Homelessness is a daunting problem that has plagued the United States for a long time. However, it isn't as unsolvable as you might think. Every problem has a solution. It's just up to humanity to find it. Thanks for listening. I'm your host, Robert Johnson. You can expect the next episode of The Solutions to the Unsolvable to go into depth about food insecurity among children. See you next time, and thanks.